Amen. Amen. I'd like to welcome you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for deciding to come and seek the Lord. May the Lord bless you. I want us to go on with the teaching that the Lord gave me. That is to do with pride. Get your Bible and get your pen. I pray that the Lord ministers to you. Amen. Amen. I have questions that have been asked to me for a very long time. Someone comes and asks you that pastor when I just become born again things were good. I was getting the money. My jobs, my work was moving on smoothly. But a time came and things no longer move smoothly like they used to. Amen. It seems that my prayers are not making progress. So, Pastor, what can the problem be? So many times I've been failing to answer the question. I was only speaking what I knew. But yet I want and I love to speak what I've heard. Do you understand what I'm saying? When someone asks a question, I tell you what I know. But I love speaking what I've heard. All the years I've been speaking what I know. But I thank the Lord. That these days I started speaking what I'm hearing by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. Because there's a reason why. Praise the Lord. The truth is, all this time the Lord has been speaking to me and I've been at telling, talking to you about pride and pride is a very terrible disease you may call it a spiritual cancer pride I've been talking about it I think that we grew up when we know about pride. For me, I grew up thinking that someone who is proud is someone who brags against other people, someone who despises other people, and things like that. But I did not know pride in the perspective of the Lord. And why God hates the proud. First we've been reading the Bible. You also read it. Just like the Bible says. That the Lord resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. And we've been reading. That it is the devil who um, pride started with the devil. Amen. 
But today I pray that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you pride in the perspective of the Lord. First and foremost, you know the Hebrews, they translate the word pride as high. Amen. Amen. The word amalala in Hebrew it means high. Lucifer So when the devil was in heaven, when he was in his position, he started rising. And he wanted to be supreme. This annoyed the Lord and all the angels in heaven because God he does not give his position to someone else. He does not share his position with an angel or man. Who knows the position of God? The position of God. He's a spring. He's the spring. Praise the Lord. Amen. He's the first. In everything the Lord should be the first. And what we call spring. Something or someone that is above others that is God. But Lucifer, before he became the devil, Position. He wanted to take the supreme position. And the Lord cannot bear with that. And what he did. God cast him down from his position. And then he first let him be in heaven. And he was walking along. But he was not in his position anymore. I think the Lord wanted him to repent. But instead of repenting, he just walked away and started recruiting other angels a third in heaven and they started a war. When they waged war, there is an army in heaven but there is someone called Michael when Michael saw that there was chaos they started fighting and what the Lord did he got this angel and a third of the other angels and he cast them down on the earth and then the war was not in heaven anymore but Lucifer what brought him a problem is one he wanted to be equal with the Lord when you go to prophet Ezekiel we are not going to open I want to ascend. He said in the Ayagala, I am okay. To, to rise up and be greater than the one who created him. 
when we have time and we ever read that scripture you will see so God kept quiet and he said this is impossible he cannot rise he cannot rise higher than me who created him I think the most thing that I can do is to cast him down and he cast him down on the earth so all the time because that man has an evil heart he endeavors to see that the seed of rising and ascending of wanting to be equal with your creator he endeavors to see that he plants that seed in man so the bible says God resists the proud the word resistance you may, you may give it other words I think according to this that I'm going to tell you the word resistance it is the refusal to accept or comply with something refusal to accept or comply with something it is the ability to withdraw a force sorry to withstand amen the ability to withstand a force withstanding and you say no no way however powerful you are resistance to put up a fight against something to refuse to accept something you remember the armies which liberated Uganda according to history they were called national resistance army now the name changed Uganda People's Forces so they resisted Amen so resistance is to put up a fight against something or to refuse something look at God whenever God senses pride in someone he begins a resistance he refuses your plans Amen. Amen. He refuses Agana. your plans Planizo. he puts you down he says that you will not be up there you have Luachi. to be down why because every time you get pride, proud no, 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 pride makes you want to be above God or you want to be equal to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, so, pride has been here for years. I try to bring out some prophets because you may think that pride is just among us only. But even if you are a prophet, pride can, you can be proud. I'm going to show you these prophets today. Amen. Amen. Uh, before, if I show you the prophets, 
Amalala twa gogerako omulundi guli. We talked about pride the other time. Manyinti notes zonzinina. I know that you still have your notes. Amalala twa gogerako. We talked about pride the other time. Zemanyinto ozirina. I know that you still have your notes. Ozirina? Kale jayo. Abo bocha zirina. Pride is feeling is a feeling. I mean, it's a feeling which means that pride resides inside of someone. If you feel better than others, you feel that that I am the best. I am the best. I'm the best worshiper. I am the best. Intercessor. Every time you hear something like that, you feel, that sets you above. And you feel that you cannot even be rebuked. Amen. Uh, pride is having a high opinion of, of oneself. And feelings of self-importance. That is so important. What they call pride is having a high opinion of oneself and feelings of self-importance. Amen. Amen. Pride is exaggerated self-esteem. Amen. 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 Um, the other time we said that pride has two types the positive and the negative pride. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we have positive pride, which is characterized with words like accomplished and confidence. You can be proud of your family. It is not bad. And God does not resist you. Amen. You can be proud of your mother, your father. You can be proud of your pastor. You can be proud of your people. You can be proud of your organization. It is not bad. But we are dealing with, actually, God hates the negative pride which is um, which is characterized with words like arrogant and conceited by, con uh, by conceited I mean being puffed up full of hot air do you know when they, put, when they put hot water in a jerry can? Is a big talker. So someone who is proud, they talk about only big what things. Even if you have big things. But there are also some minor things. But if you're proud, you even call the minor things bigger. All the time you want to put other people down. You endeavor to see that no one is 
Amen. Amen. Okay. Um, you are big talker. You know it all. You know You think that you know it all. Big headed. Someone who is big headed has what kind of character? Someone who is big headed has what character? There's uh, a place here. What do we for one? That is Mr. Kawoya. That Zulufa talks about. He was there for her. He first showed her that someone can be a father. We are happy to see you. Someone who is big-headed has what character. Someone who, who is big-headed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Someone who is big-headed has what character. Someone who is big-headed, and then they wait. Don't do that. do Resist the proud. We've not read the Bible. The Luganda Bible translated it by the Lord fights with the proud. Yet we always say that the Lord does not fight with his creature. He didn't even fight with Lucifer. The one who fought with Lucifer was who? Michael. Was Michael. It is Angel Michael who fought with Jesus. Jesus was looking on. And he gives And I saw the devil. He was just watching. He was seeing certain beings. They cast him. But Jesus was looking on. And when he came on the earth, he said, I've given you authority. You're the ones to trade upon him. Because in my position, I cannot fight with the creatures which I created. Amen. In the same way, God cannot fight man, but he can resist your plans. When he senses pride out of you, this is what I discovered. Many times, when you are doing things, we think that it's the devil which hinders your plans. But sometimes God hinders our plans. And we think that the enemy is hindering our plans. You fast and you pray. For 40 days, what kind of situation does not 
not change. Sometimes you ask yourself what kind of devil is this. The pastors pray for me. They anoint me with oil. And the situation does not change. That situation that does not change. Sometimes it is not the devil. It is not witchcraft. It is God himself who is making a resistance. You are not going to make work. Why? Because you are proud. But what is pride? But God, why do you hate pride? A person who is proud, they take the position of God. How do they take the position of God? The Lord has to be number one. Amen. Listen to what God wants. The Lord wants his will to be done on the earth as it is in heaven even if it is President Museven if you do not do his will he takes away the ministerial position let the worldly things teach us the even if it is President Museven and you're the one who was in the election and you went to all the districts of Kenya but he puts a law he wants his will he wants his programs to be implemented but for you do your own thing then you're about to face trouble am I right? Amen. Amen. Now listen. Why does God make a resistance? When Jesus came on the earth, he told us and said that pray let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The will of God. When Jesus came on earth, he tried so much to do the will of his Father. And actually he said, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me. The will, what they called will, that you love someone. For you to say that you're doing someone's will. When we sent your call, you are executing my programs. It means will is in the heart of someone. If I go to a party, I the way I want to eat. If I don't want to eat chicken, it is my will. If I don't want to eat dinner, it is my will. Everyone has their own will. The way you're dressed because that is what your will was. You may go to the whole world because that is your will. And God has a will. Everyone has a will. And God has a will. 
katunda chata ya gala so what god does not want is that his will ujuwese not akora wiruye you do not put in practice his will ulotokola wiruye every time you don't do god's will you become a proud person he says but you i created my world I created it because that is my will. If I didn't want to create the world, I would have created something else. But I created it for myself. my own programs. Or a program zang. I had a program why I created the earth. So, everyone who sits on earth must do my will. And if you change my will, you are changing my programs. I will fight you. I will resist it. Any program which does not align with my will. Praise the Lord. Amen. The church of end times is blessed. That God gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can tell us the will of Actually, God. Actually, if you want to know the will of God, you read the Bible. What you read in the Bible is God's will. If you want to know my will, talk to me. If I tell you what I want to eat, then you have done me my will. Many times I tell people that it is hard to surprise me. Because my, in my life I love my will. Unless you've been with me and we talk, then you'll know what I love. Then so if you give me what I want, then you're delighted. But that is how God is. Every time you give him something that he loves, and you cannot guess what he loves, uh -uh. no. The will of a person is in their heart. The Bible says that what feels heart, the mouth confesses. So it is so difficult for me to know when you've not spoken it. Every time you speak that I want mama fruit and you give me something you're not making me happy. Amen. Every you sing a song that have not been You're not doing my will. Every time you give something that I've spoken and ordered, then you're doing my will. If I say go and do this and that, and you do exactly like you do, then you have done my will. Now God, to do his will, you have to first know his heart. But the heart of God, it is the Holy Spirit that speaks the heart of God. Every time you hear a voice, 
three days and you fast, that is the will of God. Whenever you do the will of God, you begin to see God's hand. Where there is a will, there is a way. There are so many people who struggle. There is a reason why you struggle. There is a wall in your way. Who puts the wall? Many times it's God. Because you are not doing the will of God. God resists you. God hinders you. God builds a wall in your way. Because you are not doing the will, there is no way. <laughs> there is no way. So, so every time you do something that is not the will of God God says this girl is big headed this girl is proud she has disdained my counsel can't you work on the sound praise the Lord every time you do the will then you're not proud so let's put aside God's uh, things if a child is submissive in your home they take over your heart they find favor before you and that child I usually asks you mommy what do you want I want tea dry tea I want milk tea I want to eat cassava every time you serve them cassava then you have given them what their heart has asked for when you give them what their heart has asked for then you're making them happy but a child who is proud they just come up with ideas I think let me fry eggs for mommy but mommy doesn't want to eat eggs so you ask the child why didn't you ask me I mean so what they call pride someone who is proud um, means being puffed up full of hot air big talker know it all big headed always these people need constant praise and admiration have have you ever been around if you want to know them they are in the bar even when they come with two they can take back home only 200,000 because they were praised they can just give him five titles and you don't even have any of those titles manager you here bishop how are you Doctor, how are you? The moment they praise them, they're like, what do you eat? Now they feel high. What do you eat? Why do you only take the whole chicken? The big man has come. But just fill up the table. 
person who is proud they become poor even without notice because they are praised and all the time they are wasting money Amen. Amen. The other time I, go, uh, I gave you signs of pride. Maybe you can detect yourself. When we are entering church, there is that machine, the metal detector. It detects all metallic items because we want to detect if there is any metal on you and we want to see if that metal is deadly or not now I, I, I want to show you some things here signs of pride the reason why I teach you this I do not want you to land into trouble because so many people they don't know that they are proud and they are in salvation they are saying that when we were just become born again things were not so difficult but we have been long in salvation we, we fast but things don't work why who is cursing me who is bewitching sometimes no one is bewitching you you are proud if I am proud in the beginning the Lord worked for me why because pride was not yet detected pride can hide you know it has not been raining you would see dust there's somewhere where I thought that maybe there was no grass I have pavers in some uh, places in my compound but I was wondering that in between the pavers I started seeing grass growing there's been seed here but why weren't they growing because the sun had humbled the seed so when the rain came and it watered the seed and now they started to sprout up so many people when we come to Jesus when we have so many problems you don't have a job you're looking so pale they are bewitching you pride is not seen the situations we go through humble us that is why you will forgive me I'm telling you it is very difficult to know a poor man I'm telling you, go and research about it. Every poor man is so good. You might tell him, Daddy, look after that child who on the potty. Like, no problem. Daddy, please just get the milk off the charcoal stove. He can do it. But if the rain comes, the seed in the ground starts to grow. It is difficult for you to know someone fully when they are still poor. Those things of bragging, me, I don't even know. God gave me a good man. Wait. Wait for money to come. You will tell us again. 
When man comes and it doesn't change him, know indeed that he was the right one, that he was raised well. There's nothing that humbles men as poverty. There's nothing that humbles women as poverty. When you cannot have the hairstyle you want, you even go to the garden and you farm. She comes back carrying cassava. You, you find the man who is holding the child and the jerry can. You know these ones These ones are so well It is poverty When money comes That woman will show you who she is That she can have her money She can have her hairstyle She will show you who she is If she doesn't have pride She will submit If she has pride you tell her I request for tea Don't you have hands? How were you raised? Hello? So why do you hate me? Can I go ahead or I stop here? Can I read for your scripture? Okay, Galatians 4.16 Let's read it in Uganda. Galatians 4.16 I love it in English because it sounds good. If there's someone with a look at the Abagalatia Nyakumina Mukaga. Karen Fuse Murabe Wamwe Gambabodira Mazima. Have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? I am Have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Please tell me. Can I go on? Amen. Amen. So, um, a proud person wants everything to be done their way. Because they think that they know and understand what is the best. Can I repeat? A proud person wants everything to be done their way. You do not, they're not flexible. Amen. Amen. They think 
that they know they, they know and understand what is the best. They don't want to know God's will. And and sometimes they insist that they are using their own faith. When they don't receive what they wanted from God, they, they revolt against Him. And, and if it is as if it is God who is in the wrong. A proud person likes to give their opinion about everything. What happens to you when you observe sex? Amen. Amen. A proud person likes to give their opinion about everything. They don't like listening to anybody. Proud people do not hesitate confronting someone to say what they think is right. Proud people like their independence. They're independent. In fact, they hate relying on others. They feel they're humiliated. That so and so has supported me. How will this it be hard? I'm going to do my own way. They're looking for glory. For me, I'm not helped. Who are you not to be helped? No man is an island. Uh, they want to do things their own way so that they don't have to say they needed someone's help. They are independent even from God. They don't want to come for counseling. They don't want to be advised that their papers are enough. That their money is enough. They are independent even from God. They don't pray. They don't see God's will. They think that they are self-sufficient. A proud person does not ask for forgiveness. A proud person does not ask for forgiveness. They may regret what they did, but they are unable to repent because it is humiliating for them. They rather pretend that nothing, that, that nothing happened. You know someone does something wrong to you and they don't even apologize. And they know that they're in wrong. But they just do action. Sometimes they even show you that was a minor. But they've not submitted. If you dare rebuke them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Proud people do not submit easily. They may, they may be submissive. But only to those who have authority over them. A proud person does not ask for help. They may finally do. It is usually too late because they resisted until there was no hope. 
I'll get the money. I'll not ask for help. If they see that they've failed and there's no time and then they'll run. Dr. Brenda, Dr. Brenda help me. Why did you tell me early enough? Sometimes they don't even help. You know they act, they act strong That I'll do it I cannot tell them That is pride Amen A proud person does not recognize their mistakes They do not accept to be rebuked They feel it is humiliating and ashamed to be rebuked. Rebuke someone if they take offense. And they have excuses. They cannot end with it. If you feel someone having excuses, that one is proud. There's no person who is perfect. And we learn from other people. You can't say that you know it all. If you I'm don't sorry. know it, I don't know it. And people will teach you. When someone is proud, they don't inquire from other people. You may have married them. They grew up from Chiboga. She grew up eating pumpkin And then you buy a watermelon This watermelon is still raw Then they um, put it on food They don't inquire They think they know it all And then they boil that potatoes, All the matoke By the time they serve the food Maroon. The food is maroon. And the potatoes are You know they lied to you about this pumpkin. They cheated you. Now you see how it has spoiled our food. Do you see? Watermelon. The watermelon. They may get scared to tell you that they eat it when it's still Because you don't inquire. With your pride, you don't inquire. God hates pride. A proud person thinks they are high. They think they don't make mistakes. They think they are not counseling. independent. A person who is proud. Even now, as I preach, Pride is telling them Pastor is talking about me. And yes I'm talking about you. What is wrong with this salmon? I'm the one he has made a salmon. I want you to change Praise the Lord Amen. I want to show you Malala um, um, Hmm Praise the Lord. Let me go on. Not season on the phone. Uh, okay, listen. Uliriza. Listen. There is pride That is uh, difficult to understand Now this pride 
is in us. But we cannot tell. But I pray that the Lord helps me to look at my notes. Say that pride. Say, I am a Lara. Marara. Praise the Lord. The devil is bad. But I'm going to see my notes. Praise the Lord. Pride is so bad. And so many people they are living in it. But their problem they've never discovered that God okay This is the undetected spiritual pride. I say that when you're passing there, you don't know that you have a, a, a metal with you. You first go through. And then it makes And then they ask you to return. Oh, my, my watch is metallic. First remove it. When we are going to an, uh, play, you even remove your belt. How many were, ever went to the airport? Never go abroad when you're wearing a big trouser. Because you're going to girls, forgetting and then you make news until one did you go through the airport what did the Arab man tell you let him stand up and tell you Praise, praise God, church. Amen. Amen. Praise God, Every time you go to that morning, you know, you know, you know, you know, Amen. Amen. Now I'm talking about undetected spiritual pride. These are the signs. If 
It is the great fault finder. We criticize other people and note how they don't measure up. We feel other people don't deserve to do any uh, certain things. Amen. Amen. Every time that for you, you're just finding faults among people. Oh, criticizing. You criticize. Every time you are like that, you have never discovered, but you have pride. Why do you want to? Point at okay, if you see, help that person. Or pray for that person. But not to criticize. If you criticize your worship team, they will not perform better. Pray for them, encourage them. But if you criticize what you can't do, the people you criticize are the ones who are standing in the gap. When you criticize them, you weaken them, encourage them. Because of pride, people criticize others. Tell someone, Undetected spiritual pride. Mugambe. We cannot detect. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. Listen. Ministering in a harsh spirit. Harsh Bitter. This is when we are unkind to other people. We don't treat them as Christ treats us. We show no mercy when dealing with other people. It is pride. This concerns all from the gate, the ashes. Spirit. Open your bag. You feel your You're above the person that Maybe they can even feed you for a year. I said, sit the other side. What is wrong? You will not see the pastor. Even if I will not see the pastor. But speak humbly. You get humbly. But you get pride because you're the people. people go through you to see the pastor. When you stand on the gate, God has put you there. He has given you an opportunity to make friends, not to make enemies. The person that you're backing at, one day you'll be applying for a job. And you'll find them as the boss. Uh, somewhere yesterday, 
As with my friend who had, who had a business we were talking about. And do you see that man in a t-shirt? That one. He was dressed in a t-shirt. He had a flat He was in flat shoes. He was there casually. He was casually. And then he said, that one is a judge. I said, where? That one is a judge. That is the one who ruled over this case. I said, that one that you see, he's great. But you may find him there and despise him. I learned a lot of things. We have to be humble. Most great people don't want to show off. Pride. You know, takes you high. You move from the position you should be in. And you, you become proud because you're the usher. When someone comes to church, they want to sit there. If there's a place, let them sit where they want to sit. But you want them to sit as your mother. I said, go the other side. They come and tell you. Let them sit where they want to sit. That is why they are comfortable. As long as they do not sit in the position, in the places that you are reserved for other people. Ministering in a harsh spirit. Someone can come here and it is their first time to the church. And they take this road. When they get there, and they find you there, it does not take the hair off your head for you to speak to them well. Good afternoon. Where are you going? Were you going to the toilets? Please use this road with, great, with kindness and mercy. Where are you going? Where are you going? Praise the Lord. Show mercy. When you are ministering, someone has come in counseling. Don't back up. You're not their mother. Undetected spiritual pride. Putting on pretenses. This is when we act different from what we are. Because we want to please others. It is pride. If you say that you cannot um, acknowledge that someone is your father because they don't have a car. That is pride. For you to say that that is um, that one is your father and there will never be another. 
Do you know why God does not allow people to go up? Before he treats that pride. When they go up, they cannot do his will. That's why even the Israelites, the Bible says, God directed them through a desert. That I may humble them. And indeed he humbled them. Sometimes the situations that you're going through, it is God humbling Because we do some things in pride. Every time you want to revenge, that is pride. They did this to me. We had a child outside wedlock. Let me also have a child. Some of you go abroad because of pride. Let me board. Let me go and make money. They will see. For two years, you don't even have a job. Your going was out of pride. As a seed of competition. You compete with others. Putting on pretenses. People pretend. Someone can tell you that. But they are not working. You see, pride can even. Someone who would have helped you. Because that you have the money. Do you know that someone can take a full year? when they are borrowing clothes but pride is telling you a great job will just come why don't people do those malala because of pride how will they see me but in the evening you go to that man who pushes and you borrow a hundred thousand from him that woman who sells water you cannot do the lowest then you cannot even do the big jobs if you cannot be low you cannot be high in the kingdom of God you first graduate in the minor jobs in the minor responsibilities and God says you've been faithful in the small things let me lift you the Holy Spirit told me that we've gotten into a season where God is going to humble in the kingdom of God. He told me teach about pride. Because I'm going to humble my people. God can remove something from you that makes you to be proud. Something that makes you great. There are people that think that fellowshipping in Nangabo it is a lowly thing to do the Lord is going to get you a corporate woman adds nothing to you you can even go hungry when you're corporate you can even fail to build a house when you're corporate when we come before the Lord, 
to remove all the crowns and put them down. And we let the one on the throne remain with a crown. But you want to come with your crown. God will fight you. But you know, so look here. God is going to humble people. How? Some of them is not going to take away what they have. Do you know how he's going to do it? He's going to lift that, those that are despised. He's going to set them high. God will humble you. And you from a man who was a farmer in your garden. God is going to lift that one who used to rent at your house and they'll build rentals and your sons daughters will uh, be the, his tenants God will humble you if you don't humble yourself the Lord will humble you praise the Lord Amen. putting on pretenses huh? You don't have a job. Go and apply for a job. Even a person who would cannot even help you. Because there's a way you pretend. You hide what you are. Who can give me an example? Do you understand? Without hating. Pretenses. Give us a good example of people pretending. Do you know that some people there's a woman whose photo was taken in the news there was a time when this man phones the Erickson so the woman got uh, a, bowl of soap, a small bowl of soap that they've used uh, storage, and she put it in her husband's small bag and it became like a phone. And they, she put it on hey, her They went to an introduction. Because she was putting it So it slipped a bit when they were going to get the baskets. And the phone fell down. When it fell down, and the button, you know, came out. The, the button was already old. And then the, the, the soap came out. And he pretended like they Oh, your phone has fallen down. But it is above soap. Angie? That went through the news. I had mercy on the woman. Because that is pride. You did not have a fault. When you get the fault, that will be history. The young men, those of you that wash cars, 
You go to the university. And you show our daughters that you have come. And you pretend to be what you Minister of what? Lands. Minister of lands. Minister of works. All the time you're changing cars. But one day. They told me there are two miles. One young man ran and disappeared. The girl came with her father. So you know the Then when she put down the, the window. He ran and disappeared with his shorts. Dirty torn shorts. And you know it wasn't good for him. But it is some of you even knock other people because you want to go to the university. That is pride. Tell me another thing. ngabaruza <laughs> That's what those are times. Believe Casey and I take a move, Mukamakatunda. <laughs> My God. I think you see pride. Pretending to be what you're not. There are people who know this. And some. Where you, are they even call your pastor? Where do you pastor from Nangabo? Amen. Others are called. Yeah? 
ani kila bikambitegedde kanso na yinga tetoli kanso ngoli but you're not cancer bani abawereza oli kiraka Yet you are clad. And where you are, you are proud. There's a man who was He's been working with the people in the state house. He was that for him, he's working in the state house. And he had a lot of honor. But you know they put a lot of state This person has not been from the state house. But you're looking for honor but that is praying and that is the things that you even if you pray the Lord resists them undetected spiritual pride undetected spiritual pride Amen. Amen taking offense easily Amen. Amen. This is when we become bitter and feel offended when rebuked or advised. Instead, instead of taking it in good faith, when they rebuke you, you don't just make the person rebuking you. Take it in good faith. Because another thing will not tell you. There are some people who no longer have others who advise When they advise you what do you do? You take a and you take ten days. You know, I will not talk to them. Some of you have those people at your home. They have gone there. Then you pass their message. And then you write a message. The child does not have requirements to school. And then they write The money is under the envelope. That is pride. Machi. Machi. Praise the Lord. Amen. Taking offense. Easily. Amen. Amen. Spiritual pride Amen. is also being too bold, too confident before God and man. You feel you don't have a mistake before the pastor. You don't have any mistake. You're beyond people who make mistakes. God cannot even rebuke you. You don't even repent. And they say, please let us repent. They tell other people that they say repent. They're talking to you. You're the ones who make mistakes. Your pride. For you don't check. You just see other people. You're sure 100%. But you will go to hell. You'll go to hell like a grasshopper. Do you know people don't repent? They are talking about other people. But who told you? Every person, when it is time to repent, you need to self-evaluate. You are human being. Amen. Amen. Hungry for attention. We tend to do things because we want others to notice us. We think everyone needs our help. 
too hungry for attention. You give in your coffin. And you wait for the announcement. For your name to be announced. Acknowledge that we are son in law, Muzafaru, who has buried with a coffin. If you don't hear the announcement, as they are burying you, very but you leave telling people, don't ever tell me that you're waiting for me to bury. Amen. But you feel so good when they talk about you. That our son in law from Makurubita gave in five uh, jerkins of alcohol. Praise the Lord. Amen. But when you're proud, you think that everyone should notice you. There's a gentleman I saw. When Basakanja came in Wampeo, he used to send ministers. Take this paper to Pasakanja and tell him that so and so is here, so and so is present. Sent the first one, sent the second one. And God helped him. The pastor talked about him. I was learning. I said, okay. He feels good. But he was dying. Pride is so funny. Neglecting others. Neglecting others who view as sinful and unreachable. Christ came down to our level. We should do the same for others who need spiritual guidance. Gentlemen, when someone sins, don't forsake them. Don't neglect them. Don't judge them harshly. They can change and make it to heaven. But most of you, you don't do it. You don't want to do it. So and so does this. You neglect them. You don't want those people to come to church. Don't tell us about them. But do you know? I'm going to show you this man who is proud. Let me show you this man. He's here, my God. I'm going to show him to you. I'm going to show you a proud guy. Hey. Ah, 
Okay. Let me show you this man. This man is called Jonah. He did things. Who has ever heard a man called Jonah? Have you ever heard about him? Let me show, tell him to you. The Lord uh, called Jonah, sent him to go and preach in Nineveh. But Jonah, in him he was proud. Instead, he, got, uh, he took another direction. And he went away. Let me go here. Let me show you Jonah. Jonah, 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 Jonah. You need Jonah. Because some of you are like Jonah. Prophet Jonah. So Prophet Jonah is a Hebrew prophet who lived in Galilee. He's among the minor prophets in the Bible. You remember when we learned about minor and major prophets. And I believe you know the difference between the minor and the, the major prophets. So he's among the minor prophets in the Bible. And God sent him to Nineveh. Nineveh was a capital city of Assyria. A great heathen nation. Amen. What we learn from him, his attitude was a problem. Jonah tried to avoid going to Nineveh because he detested the gentle Ninevites. He looked at them as foreigners and he wasn't and he wasn't burdened by the fact that they were lost. Amen. Amen. So his bad attitude is also revealed when he finally agrees to preach in Nineveh. He also cried out and said yet only 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. When you go to Jonah 3-4 his message to Nineveh was very brief. Jonah hated going to Nineveh because it was a pagan city. There were idol worshippers. Prophet Jonah felt that the Ninevites did not deserve God's mercy and compassion. In fact, Nineveh was an enemy to Israel. 
Jonah wanted them to be destroyed by God. He did not want God to extend his forgiving hand to his enemies. Yet Jonah had been forgiven by God for his disobedience. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I think that is enough. There's a lot I will talk about later. Look at this minor prophet. He doesn't remember what he was. Before. The Lord has forgiven him. But he doesn't want other people to be forgiven. Why? Because of the background that he has about Sepagani city. Idol worshippers. So Jonah was proud. Your master has been. Go. You're saying they don't deserve because they did this and this. They are our enemies. They are enemies of Israel. And after they worship idols. That is how we judge our families. Amen. You don't want to preach to them. You don't want even people in church when someone sees and they repent you shouldn't chase them out of church you keep on judging yet the person already repented you don't want to reconcile because so and so did this but the blood of Jesus already washed them Jonah. The Lord broke Jonah's pride. The people that he thought were idol worshippers. When they repented, the moment God listened, the king himself, the king said, Let us fast. An idol worshipper to fast. They fasted. And they prayed. And they repented. And the Lord had mercy. And Jonah became angry. And the Lord asked him, Why are you angry? Jonah had, you know, was, had paranoid. So he went out of the city and became angry. And the sun burnt him. And the Lord brought him shade. He put a shade for him. And then he asked him, What is wrong? Please kill me. Why don't you kill me instead? There are some people you wonder why don't you want your friend to be forgiven yet you are also forgiven? Why is it that when someone they come back to the bone why don't you welcome them? Because you are also forgiven. So give this person another chance. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Amalala Gabera Nimbawe is also among the ministers. The guy who thought he was the only prophet. And God told him, Sir. 
that I have a seven, seven never shown you. What are you, you doing? You can go. Let okay. me lift 7,000. If you feel who can preach, without you, we cannot survive. God will rise 7,000 people and deal with your pride. People are proud. Do you know that there are some churches? You know that put laws on the pastors. The believers who give money, they want to control the pastors. They want to control the pastors. Pastor, I told you don't go to the crusade. We are still building. We are not going to release money. We'll first complete the and then the crusade will start. That is pride. But God he resists the proud. There's a way he pushes them out. The moment you become proud, the moment you integrate, you don't The Holy Spirit cannot guide you. You don't inquire from God. You put your brains in front. So the Lord pushes you out. You are alive, but you're not. There are people who have replaced you. That is Prophet Jonah. He was a difficult one. He, he gets angry, he gets offended easily. Who is like Jonah? There's another man in the Bible. personalities in the Bible. The proud personalities in the Bible. I've told you about John. Prophet John. He knew the will of his master. He got angry. I'd rather go to another city than going to these pagan people. Whether they perish, let them die. If the person sinned, give them a second chance. Tell your neighbor, give a person a, a second chance. Don't be like Jonah. Don't surrender them to destruction. Amen. Amen. There is this guy called King Saul. It is evident that pride, pride led to the downfall of Saul. He took it upon himself to act as a priest. In 1 Samuel 13, from verse 8 up to 14, because he waited for Saul, and he was not coming, Saul so asked for, for a burnt a burnt and peace offering and, and offered the burnt 
offering before God. He disobeyed the word of God. In 1 Samuel 28, he spared King Agag of the Amerakites. He also spared the best sheep, best lambs, and everything God. He was unwilling to destroy them. God re regretted why he ever made King Saul. Made Saul a king. Instead of repenting his wrongdoing and seek for God's help, Saul went and sought guidance from medium, from a medium. In 1 Samuel 28, verse 7, that was Saul. He did two great mistakes which display pride. You know there are people who are like Saul. There's one girl who bought a car. And then she Pastor, I bought a car. And told her, when are you bringing it for dedication? And she said, I dedicated it. And I said, Amen. You do things for your friends. You think they're easy. You go to the supermarket and you buy anointing oil. But you can buy the oil. But the spiritual covering, that thing which accompanies this olive oil, which comes from the covenant, which God did with the man of God, cannot go with you. There are so many people who act as priests. You can go to the hospital and preach the gospel. But you're limited when it comes to praying for the sick. Go and visit them. And when I read my Bible, the Bible says this. Call the elders of the church to pray for them. But these days, you're too much. Every soul winner has become a pastor. Marara. It is pride. Coming pastor, that what soul did offering a burnt offering annoyed the Lord and he took the kingdom from him. Where is your priest? The pastor I've been with Pastor. I know the prayer. He's the one who trained me. Let us pray. Even if he doesn't come. And then go. You know that chair. He takes it away. Rejected you from being the king. King is raining. It's been raining in the It's been raining in the But you don't rain in the You no longer get the money. The money runs away from you. No one buys even the things you're You acted like a priest, yet you shouldn't. 
Amen. Amen. When you hear the voice of the Lord, do as the Lord tells you to do. Praise the Lord. Do you know? Don't, don't get the, the wealth. Don't get that the sheep. If you do that, then you've become In other poor. words, when you despise God's laws, they told them, I've, we've given you eye. Go and possess and Joshua commanded and they attacked and then he stole the wealth and hid them. And the Lord said, Let me forsake you. You're going to be defeated. But Joshua is when they saw, he saw that, that was, trumpet. he blew that trumpet. Come on, withdraw. And he withdrawing. And then they ran. And the, the walking fell before the Lord. And the Lord told him the reason. Every time you do something, as God wills, and you don't do it, as God commands, you become proud before God. You should learn God's ways. Learn to do as God does things. Learn to do things God's way. If you don't do things God's way, He resists it. Your plans. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, Tell your proud personalities in the Bible. Another proud person. King Herod. Herod Do you know King Herod? Herod was a powerful man. A, a very good. Uh, uh, very good. He was proud. One day. He wore his royal robes. And he sat on his throne. And then he made a speech. The people shouted. Do you know what they were saying? The voice of God. Not of a man. Immediately. An angel of God struck him down. Because he did not give God the glory. King Kabaka that is how he died. And then he warm started coming out of his face. Hallelujah. Amen. The highest sign of pride is thinking and allowing others to believe that you are God. You take the position of God. Mm, they prayed, but it means I also did something. You're taking the position of God. Every time you take over the position of God, God cannot bear that. The truth is that which you have excelled in, you have ever done it and failed. Before you even came, before no the Lord, you, went, you went to the sorcerers and you failed. The false prophets and failed. And they told you go to the born again. And then you fasted and you despised them. and you said no. Okay, let's just go. For you to just go, then you see it is over. 
I didn't know that even these foolish people can do it. And then you sit among the born again. If God has done it, and he had failed before, why? Why don't you give him the glory? Why don't you praise him? Why do you want to be praised? Why don't you acknowledge him? Why don't you give him the equation? Tell the people that I had failed. It was God. Do you want to take God's position? You are in trouble. You are in trouble. You do not have to stand in the position of God. That is why the proud people are not because they take God's position. One day, I went to a party and I was confused. Putting aside the godly things. If you don't honor the anointing, if you don't honor the covenant, God has used to bring you the miracle. You have despised God. Wanda was invited at a party. At Wakaliga. The truth is, the one who invited me was right. I, I met them in the city so many years. And they asked me to pray for them. My prayers are quick. <laughs> you may even think they've not worked. I told him, may, may the Lord bless you. While I was leaving, we were on Nakasero Road. That is where the office is. I told them that you're going to leave that place. You're going, you're going to leave this place and go to a wider space. Pastor, don't even talk about it. We work here. I kept quiet. Because I know that what I see, you cannot change it. The next week, the office that was near them. They came out. And these people moved. Then they called me. We were even uh, ashamed. Please forgive us for opposing what you say. This place is, so, is better than where we are coming from. I told them, do you think this is the end? And on Nakasero Road, I Chiso's down there what they call Chiso's house. I told them, you're going to move from here and go to the other side. Pastor. After some short time, the brokers called them. There is a place here at Chiso's house. It works. They went there and the place was good. And according to their business, it was working a lot. Because there are so many offices of the different organizations. And they called me. I went there. And I told them, you're going to make money. I told them, but you're going to buy a building in Kampala. I told them, this is how they're going to, how to have roofed it. The person didn't even show that they 
I didn't know that it has hurt them. You know, they only said it Do you know when you prophesy? The person on the inside of me, I can know. I had forgotten that I told them three times. The Lord was establishing it. One gentleman in Wakalika. You know he had lost all. He had a problem. He went to this person. Him, I'm selling my building. It is on the Tamak Road. Said I don't have money. It's like bring any money you have. And give them a little money. The moment he handed over the money, you know, he paid the building and completed. And then they called me. I was the guest of honor when they were officially opening the building. They were not praying from Watoto Central. So Pastor Mugabi came. He was their pastor. But he had told them that you know what? You know, in Kasangati, actually, he also said in my sight. Pastor, you know, used to tell me I even hated him. Do you know why they hated me? Because I thought they, they thought that I was prophesying. When I told them you're going to buy a building, they thought that me, I think they have a lot which they do not have. And they hated me in the past. But they kept on inviting me. Yet they hated me. When he said it, he ended up saying, Pastor, because he really didn't give up on me, and these are his fruits. Now, before they came to officially open the building, apostles that were seated there. And even me from Nangaba was the best of honor. <laughs> now listen. What should I told it is Pastor I learned from him. I used not to cut off my hair. Who's the hair? Now, music the then the person was saying that very person these things they have already told them but what was on the screen was saying that pastor so and so prophesied I almost failed to eat then I was like why did they invite me I thought that these are the things market my ministry and I get fame this is a big organization I would have traveled and get to where I've never I said these people despise me 
But food is funny. When they brought food, I forgot. I looked at the food. And I ate But I didn't eat I said, you can never get angry with food. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay. Another um, a king was King Uzziah. Muruganda And he's the one we know most. Uzziah's fame and strength caused him to become proud, which led to his destruction. He entered the temple of God to burn incense on the altar and act that, that act that was restricted to only priests. Burning incense on the altar, burning incense on the altar was something only the priests could do. By doing this, Uzziah was basically saying he was above the law. Being a successful king it did not mean that he could do the work of the priests. Priests confronted him. They were about 80 and told him to leave the temple. He became angry with them, immediately the Lord struck him with leprosy. You can find that in 2 Chronicles 26 from 16 up to 21. He lived in isolation until that day he died. The day he died there is a prophet called who? Who said that? Isaiah. Prophet Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. Uzziah was a man who despised putting the priests below him. Many of you have acted as priests. That is why you've gotten leprosy. You leave this place and you go I'm asking Mbuza. who ordained you to become priests? You've gone and even eaten food in the name of the priest. Um, I serve under Pastor Luwama. I'm Pastor Swanso. The office you're playing with has leprosy. Do you know what leprosy does? It even makes your, your fingers. You cannot, you cannot hold anything. You just have wounds and even your foot break away. Represent your leprosy, you no longer you cannot even wash your you cannot eat leprosy. You know spiritual leprosy. 
You cannot have money. You know your hands have broken off. Your uh, feet you have broken off. You walk in shame from off. January to December. You are above the law. You can do what priests do. Go and do it. People are so wise. There is one church of Uganda. One Asha. You know, used uh, those uh, bags. You know, they get money from the, in the bags. It was similar. After the Asha gets the, the bags and exchanges it, is the way they exchange. And then they put the offerings in their bag. After the they changed the bank. They did for a very long time. <laughs> there are some people who are like that. For you to tell leprosy, their fingers are cut off. And even their toes. And sometimes the eyes. Today you cannot find leprosy. But there is a lot of spiritual leprosy in church. Because of pride. You think that priests. You can do. I have been with pastor. I know how he prays. I can fast. So what can't I do? Let's go and begin a church. I can preach. I'm even educated. What can he do that we cannot do? People have opened churches before. They have gone. And then you see the poverty Believers that that can open for them doors. Amen. Amen. If you don't have a calling upon your life, you know, stop it. You will become poor for nothing. You know, your toes will be. You will not even be able to get to. Pride is telling you. You travel nations. Who told you to There are so many people travel abroad. Yet they are not successful. They don't have houses. Their churches are doing badly. We should mature. Praise the Lord. Amen. Leprosy uh, breaks off your fingers. You know, and you lose your jobs. But we thank the Lord who heals us of leprosy. 
You can even have a, a church that is bigger than this. But a church, you don't pastor a church with your wisdom. It is pastored by the anointing. It is the anointing which crafts people. Amen. It is the anointing that breaks yokes. There are some people who have money. They can construct this building and they beautify it even more than this. But you can sit in it for months when there's no God. You even run around and go to papyrus where there's God. People are looking for God. People are looking for God. You can come and sit in church. But if there's not going to be transformation, people will come and leave. Why do we come among the body? Because we came to seek the Lord. And if God is not here, you see that the person is no more. God is not a name. It's a description. Anyone who can bring something to existence is a God. But there is a God, a big God, who created heavens and earth. He's still working. He is still created. He changes our bodies. He heals. God has healed people here. When even the doctors had failed. Creating tubes, women. And then you see God doing things. On Wednesday, Joyce testified. Friday. On Friday. Brought for me a child. My child cannot sit. She should be sitting. Here. You know her back is very soft. She just falls back. The God in this house I laid hands on the baby By evening she was able to sit And you know that shocked That is God No one fasted And the owner is for the people Who does the visible things that is God. What the doctor says, Jesus can do it. God can pay 
without even using your job. As my job comes that you didn't plan for. And it gives you 50 million. And the debts you are going to pay for a whole year, you pay them in one day. That is God. He's able. He can do great things. Great and mighty things.